I will say, ladies, you know, you might think that your guy out there, you might have a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband. You might think he's, oh, he's not, you know, he's not perverted. He probably, he doesn't watch porn, like whatever. You know, that's, com I guarantee you completely untrue. Your guy is as perverted as you will allow him to be in all cases. And no matter what, like if you say that he can do it, he's going to do it. Like, so the guy was like, so, okay. I want you to tell me how pathetic my dick is in comparison to my dad's. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Mentors Collective. I've got a super special episode for you. We're really going to dive into a big entrepreneurial trend of 2020, 2021, OnlyFans. And if you stick with me on this episode, not only going to learn how to be super successful on OnlyFans, but we are going to talk about some of the strangest OnlyFans requests that my boy has ever seen or gotten. And I just want to give a really special welcome to a good friend of mine, Neil. Dufa, well, also well known as Hoodrat Sloth. Neil founded a tech company in 2008 called Crunchy Tech. Still running strong, uh, but now he does something pretty unique that I'm going to let him tell you about. Neil, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Yeah, anytime. Um, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. I recently, probably a month or two ago, I got this this tattoo of a QR code on my arm. You know, you've seen it before, but um, that actually goes to my OnlyFans. You know, I think OnlyFans kind of got like a big boost during um, quarantine because people were stuck at home, you know, couldn't do anything, um, but it created a lot of uh, superstars and it created a lot of um, people, like creators out there. Now I've been doing, you know, my own OnlyFans for a long time. I've gotten together uh, 15 16 like really high quality girls and I'm running them as a team. I'm managing them and promoting them and, you know, doing photo shoots for them and, and um, all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, we run into like a lot of crazy scenarios. Um, we get a lot of crazy requests um, because, you know, there's, there's so many different kinks out there. Um, there's some cool stuff and uh, there's some weird stuff. For ah, sure. I can't wait to open that up and, re and really dig into it. But for the people who are listening, maybe aren't in on the, the trends, why don't you just tell us a brief overview of what is OnlyFans and sure. why is it so hot right now? Yeah, so like OnlyFans is a site kind of similar to Instagram that, you know, you can put your content up and uh, people can like it, comment on it. But with OnlyFans, it's made as a, a pay to view platform. You can have accounts that are like free to subscribe to. Um, but ultimately only fans is, is a way for creators out there, whether you can't, you want to say they're artists, um, whether they are, you know, dancers or, you know, somebody who is just like kind of being a model, taking off clothes, there's a way for them to make money and, um, really be their own like business owner. And it's something like that they can, their account is something that they constantly grows and you, you constantly have to grind with it and, um, you know, be interactive with your guests, your clients, um, do, uh, collaborations with other, um, people on OnlyFans, And, um, it's all about kind of internet marketing. So everyone is kind of like out there marketing themselves now. And it's kind of been a big thing, um, because it gives people more freedom to, you know, work from home to be able to kind of do what they love. Love it. And it, it really is empowering for creators to kind of make money directly from their content straight to the consumer people get to pay them for for that exclusive content yeah no matter what it is and you know um besides like all the, the crazy requests there's also people on there who are doing like cooking channels yeah um rock bands are like giving out only exclusive material on only fans like for their top fans so it's like there's a lot of other people who are doing things other than you know pornographic or some kind of like sexy material um so that's cool to see as well 
It is absolutely. And before we get into you know the juicy stuff between how like how much money you can make on OnlyFans or mm-hmm. some of those wild requests, let's talk about the business for a while because the Mentors Collective is all about, and it is a pretty unique business model. Yeah, it's letting creators sign up, and you know whether it's a paid subscription to view their content or giving the the customer access to talk to them mm-hmm. or giving the customer access to new content that they're creating at, and on a free channel that they have. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's people like artists like Tyga, for example. He uh, makes music, and he's like a big, I don't know if you call him a rapper or an R&B an artist, but whatever you want to call him. He has um, content that has nothing to really do with his music on his OnlyFans where he's like partying, a lot of girls, a lot of sexy scenarios. So, you know, if you're a fan of Tyga, you can be like, oh, well, I also want to follow him on his OnlyFans. I want to see his crazy lifestyle because he has a he has a very crazy lifestyle. You know, you can really go deeper with, oh, who is this person? What do they do in their free time? Like, how do they have fun? Because you can't see that a lot of times. You can't see that visibility. Um, but this kind of platform does help you do that. Yeah, I love it. Kind of connects with the the fan on a, a more personal base than than like an Instagram would, where they're just following with everybody else. Yeah, and you know what the other thing is too is like. Um, you know, people consume a lot of pornography or whatever it is, but what's different about, you know, Pornhub and like those kind of porn websites is like a lot of times these people are just kind of like, they're kind of like a celebrity in that world. You're, you're never going to get to know them. You're never going to be able to like a lot of times relate to who they are with OnlyFans, A lot of times these people are people in your community that you already know that you, um, you can actually message they'll message you back you can get to know them they do like a lot more like live discussion so you can actually you know fall in love with their personality or or like their personality which is important when it comes to somebody who wants to spend money because you just go to Pornhub you know people may get their temporary fix but that's just a free video and I'm just going to watch it and I'm like probably not going to care about that person again so this is like a a different thing it's like supporting local businesses versus um, big conglomerates almost this is kind of what I would say yeah, I love it. It's empowering people to, to be independent and make their own money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk for a second about how OnlyFans makes money. It's pretty easy about how the, the end user, the creator, makes the money. They sell the content. OnlyFans business model, how, how do they profit? Yeah, so um, they profit as the, like the platform holder. So, for example, you know how Apple... Uh, they charge, you know, any apps that are charging money to end clients like 20% or 30% um, of every single transaction fee. Uh, OnlyFans is taking 20% of total, like net. So um, you make, you know, you make $100. Well, you actually really only make $80 because $20 is going to them. So that's kind of a crazy thing. And I, I've talked to you about this at the park briefly. Yeah. 20% is a massive chunk. It is, but why, why um, so loyal to OnlyFans? Well, I think that you know, there's there's other platforms out there that I know take ten percent or you know, five percent. But um, those other platforms are kind of, I wouldn't say they're really geared toward the subscriber that you're looking for. It depends on like why you're creating on OnlyFans. I think um, because that one that we discussed that was like mm-hmm. more of like a band Patreon, artist yeah. Patreon, um, which I think they do five percent or ten percent. Yeah, but um. I feel like that is a community that's more based around artists and artwork and um, that kind of thing, where OnlyFans is serving kind of a different community. And OnlyFans puts out this massive platform that, you know, to be honest, it requires like a lot of 
big back end, a lot of they're hosting a lot of files, they're providing a payment gateway, they're, um, they're doing verifications, they're like making sure that it's hard for people to get scammed and whatnot, like, you know, the whole Bella Thorne thing. And a lot of people talk about that, you know, she made, I think about $3 million in a day and, and it caused like a big uproar because she was saying she was going to offer, you know, naked pictures and then there was no naked pictures and a lot of people were upset. So then a lot of OnlyFans creators then were upset after that because they put in some rules that, you know, yeah. they felt shouldn't really have affected. So those. just hovering there for a minute, because that was super interesting. And I feel like everybody has heard about the Bella Thorne incident mm -hmm. where a whole bunch of people subscribed to her channel. were expecting nudes from Bella Thorne. Yeah. Didn't get the, what they were looking for and had already paid. And now you've got thousands of chargebacks on your hand. I know people are going to hate that I say this, but um, for me, Bella Thorne, I was never mad about what she did. Like to me, the hustle is the hustle. And I'm always going to respect the hustle. Um, you know, for the fact of the matter that she could get $3 million in one day just because she was going to show a nipple, like that's insane to me. And like, but if you have that power, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, sure, get your chargebacks. But like, it's, it's kind of like a flex to yeah. be honest. Like, Hey, I can make $3 million in a day, you know, promise all these things, you know, maybe not deliver, but Hey, it was kind of like a publicity stunt at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, all the girls out there who are on OnlyFans guys out there, whatever, I, I respect the hustle and it's a grind and it's, it's work. What I think is the funniest thing about the Bella Thorne is we're going away again from the, the local business. You're going back to the big conglomerate, the Walmarts, the targets, that's, that's Bella Thorne. And I mean, it's kind of no wonder that you get burned. Like it's not, it's not the mom and pop shop that's going to like take care of you. It's some big celebrity that just gives no fucks about you. That's yeah. what I think. It's true. It's and, and I think people were also so enraged because it, it is. It's like Walmart's coming into OnlyFans. That's it, yeah. coming in on their territory. Yeah. But I, I mean, do you think she was really taking market share away from these these other girls, these local girls who are trying to make a living, or you do know, you think there's plenty to go around? I think there's plenty to go around. Um, just because, let's say, um, with Bella Thorne, she probably brought a lot of account signups that never even, yeah, touched OnlyFans users. Before. Yeah. So then. Hey, all right, these people are pissed at this girl. You're either going to like never go on OnlyFans again or they're going to explore or they're going to try to find somebody new. Um, so it could actually be a blessing in disguise. Hard to tell. Yeah, that, that's a crazy incident. There was, there was another one recently we were just talking about before the episode where one of the creators who was had posted nudes on her OnlyFans then offered an exclusive picture of, I think her title was, Look Ma, No Panties and made them pay to, to see that photo. And people paid and got a photo of a six-year-old without her pants on. Which was that girl, that girl, it was her, um, but still yes. crazy. Um, and I, you know, this is like a new story to me, which is, it's um, really crazy, really interesting because OnlyFans has like a lot of like rules, regulations, obviously. Um, obviously no, nothing under 18. Um, but you also can't have pictures of your pet in any of your shots, like your pets, animals. I guess that kind of gets into some kind of bestiality Interesting. Like, realm. Even if they just happen to like be randomly in the background, like you're not even putting them in the shot. They're just like walk by, like they don't like that. That's a crazy rule. Yeah, it is. Um, but so they have like a lot of things, things like that to where they're trying to 
you know, protect, but obviously it's an 18 and up site. I'm sure some things get out there, but you know, that's a mishap. That's a, people are going to make weird mistakes like that. Just like the weird requests that come in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to get into those. All right. So you manage some people who are doing very well on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. I think this is like a 21st century gold rush. I don't yeah. know how long it's it's going to last and if people are going to start taking all the market share. Yeah. Like you know, Instagram. It's very hard to grow an Instagram now because there's, yeah. there's, there's so much attention on there to a very select group of people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen to OnlyFans, but who should be thinking about taking advantage of this right now? Like who is that? Who is to gain if you're like really trying to become independent make a living be an entrepreneur who should go into this you know um it's got to be a certain type of person it's got to be like i see i'm in all of the groups on facebook that are like only fans related and i see so many people who post they're like oh my god um I, I can't get any subscribers. I can't, what am I doing wrong? And I see this day in and day out, but you've got to be a person who's like willing to go out and learn. You have to go look for advice. You've got to ask for advice. You've got to um, think outside the box. You've got to go attack platforms that you've never attacked before. Like, uh, like Reddit, Twitter. A lot of these ones are ones that like people aren't really in tune with because Reddit is a little bit more complicated than all the other platforms like by far. And there's like a lot of rules that, you know, are hidden in different subreddits. Being somebody who is not afraid to go get a TikTok like before OnlyFans, I didn't even have a TikTok. I refused yeah. to get a TikTok. Now I have a TikTok because I just know it's an important part of the equation and you're really you're not just building up your OnlyFans count. Really, you're building up a brand, and that brand is you. And that, like, all of your social media encompasses your brand. And so, if you're missing one, you're giving, you're taking away the chance that some other users would have been able to like see you, stumble upon you, stumble upon you, and then maybe follow you and like you. So it's got to be people who are willing to grind. OnlyFans is not a quick thing, especially if you're not you don't have an agency like mine to sit there and like blow you up and advertise you. Like we pay to advertise our girls. It's a daily, like you're doing shout for shouts with people like you're, I'm trading, I'm putting you on my page. You put me on your page. I'm going to the Facebook groups and I'm like typing in and saying, Hey, go look at my page. I've got this cool shit. Um, I'm going on a Twitter. I'm doing tweets. I'm going on a Reddit and I'm, I'm posting there. I'm making uh, Instagram stories. Like this is like a, a day job like it like you could use every single minute in the day and it's really still might not be enough promotion so it's got to be somebody who's willing to understand that there's a grind and it's something like it's like real estate almost like the longer you have it and the longer you take care of it the more money you'll make and it's like it's like a house as it, it it'll gain value if you keep gaining followers because the more followers you have the more opportunity you have to make money like when you send out a mass message and you're like hey pay to unlock this picture you know you just have more opportunity for people to actually want to buy it yeah it's like building an email list i love mm -hmm. that Talk to me about your business model because that's that's pretty intriguing too. Sure. I mean, you promote these girls. Mm -hmm. uh, you make a cut on what they make. And sure. Talk to me about all of that. How does it work? So, yeah, um, we charge basically 20 to 40 percent um, of what the girl makes. And it depends on a couple different factors. Um, number one is how many followers does she have? You know, um, 2,000 or less. 10,000 to 2,000, you know, uh, 11,000 to 20,000. These are all like kind of like milestones that I, we've seen that, all right, well, she has this many followers in this category and it could be TikTok, it could be uh, Instagram, whatever, uh, Twitter does well. Okay, so she already has this kind of following, we have to do less work. So we'll charge you less of a percentage. That's how we go in. And then also the other main thing is, are you going to, you know, own 
the OnlyFans, are you going to claim it and have it in your bio? Are you going to put stories out about it? We have girls on the team who we don't even have their real name on there because they don't want any advertisement of it on their own profile. They don't want anyone to know about it. So all they do is they just send us in pictures and video, upload it to a shared album, and then we take care of scheduling all the content and doing everything for them. And they, they don't have to like worry about family finding out or you know friends finding out. It's more of like a side hustle for them and they just get a check every week and like that's they, they like it like that. Some girls are very involved and they want to like be, you know, seeing what their fans are talking about all the time, doing a lot of the engagement themselves and, you know, that kind of thing. I'm sure those are the ones that are the most successful because yes. a lot of their fans want to connect with them on a personal level. For sure. It um, Obviously, engagement and being interactive with your, your customer base is always going to make you better at what you do and, like, to help you understand what they want. For a lot of the girls, and, you know, I have friends who aren't only fans and who are very successful that I've mm-hmm. talked to who are who show me their statements and oh, yeah. are making buku dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you help grow OnlyFans accounts, you know, as a, as a job. So I'd yeah. love to hear from you, your perspective. What are your, your top tips kind of sure. for being successful on OnlyFans? At first, kind of focus on OnlyFans promotion for your OnlyFans, which is sounds stupid, but there's a lot of different ways you can promote your OnlyFans. And um, I'm going to actually send you like this good book that I have that um, I got on Amazon. It's by a friend of mine. He actually wrote it. He dives deep into every single way. And Reddit is such a good tool. Twitter is such a good tool. But I think the easiest, best results for people who are just starting out, find OnlyFans accounts that have big followings. Like when I say big followings, 10,000, 20,000, 40,000 followers. Like this, those are the, like the, the, equivalent of millions of followers on Instagram. So you find them and you pay them to shout you out. You pay them like it's like a, they have a menu. You message them and they're like, you're like, hey, how much does it cost for you to do this, this, and this? And they'll have like a little, a lot of times a picture or like a text menu and says, no, oh, this is what it costs for having something up for five days, pin. This is what it costs for doing this. And um, that is how you'll get the most immediate results. Then you get to a stage where you need to start promoting other places. You need to start promoting Instagram, the Reddits, the Twitters, and you're going to have to start building all of your following kind of together. Gotcha. Yeah. And what is the best kind of model to set up your account that you've seen? Because you could do the subscription model. Right. Or you can do the, the freemium model. Gotcha. So that's a, a really good question because I see girls starting new accounts all the time and they're first instinct is to have a subscription fee every single girl and they do it you know i think about it and like yeah sure it makes sense um you know from the beginning it's like oh yeah i want to have this recurring monthly revenue coming in you know whether it's 15 dollars a month some i see girls charge between 12 and 20 dollars a month when they first start and it really hinders them it really kind of handicaps them because there's um an entire market of people on OnlyFans who don't want to pay subscriptions because they don't know who the fuck you are yet. So why are they going to pay to see you when they have no connection to you? So you know what your goal should be, girls or boys, is that you start your account and you do a free subscription um, at least until you get 1,000 followers. Once you have 1,000 followers, okay, maybe you you like say, I'm going to do $5 or $10 a month, but really your better bet 
is um, you create two accounts at the same time. One is free, one is paid. And um, your goal with the free one is you're just gonna get as many followers as you can, thousands and thousands of followers, and then you'll promote and you'll still sell things on your free account, but you also promote your paid account. So you're building two houses at the same time, and then they're both can be revenue producers. I like that. I've never heard that before. That, mm-hmm. that sounds like a, a genius idea. All the big, the girls who make tons of money, they always have two accounts. So if you go to their little link tree, it'll be like premium OnlyFans, free OnlyFans. Um, because they don't want to alienate people who don't want to pay a monthly fee. Yeah, so they want to get the subscriber and then you you upsell. You try and it's the value ladder, baby. I yep, love it. Exactly. Obviously, I've been around. I'm on Instagram. I've seen OnlyFans accounts. The bio. Because what you see when you first enter a girl's OnlyFans accounts before you subscribe right. is just a profile picture, a username, and a bio. Yep. And a lot of times you don't know what you're signing up for. And just like the Bella Thorne incident, who did not disclose, apparently, that she did not have nudes in the bio. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some girls say it outright, like right in the bio, like no They say nudity. exactly what they have. They have like, they'll say, I have feet pics. I've got, you know, naked twerking videos. I have sex videos. Um, and then some people, there's just no bio. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's very just kind of up in the air. I think that doing a good bio, like that's real and true, probably a good idea. Um, because, yeah, like... If you do the Bella Thorne thing, um, sure, you might fool some people for a little bit, uh, a couple times, but then eventually they'll just unfollow you, they'll yeah. backcharge you, and just... Subscription's no good if it only lasts one month. Yeah. You might get some money up front, but mm-hmm. you, you deal with chargebacks, deal with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about something else that was really interesting that I thought was really good advice before the show, and that was... Being funny, just really oh, connecting yeah. on a personal level. What I'm doing is um, kind of a, similar to, I think, what Dan Blazarian was doing, which is he created this model company called Ignite. He had his um, super hot model girls. A lot of them did OnlyFans, but they just claimed bankruptcy. And I think that a big part of why that kind of Dan uh, business failed, um, not because he didn't have the capital or like the resources and the hot girls, like he had everything, but there was no, uh, there was no funny. And I think that for OnlyFans and for people to get to know people now, because there's so many hot people on Instagram, there's, you know, dime a dozen now. You want to stand out, you've got to be hot and funny. I mean, and if you're not hot, you damn well better be fucking funny. Like, because what the fuck do I care then? Um, Being funny, like, make them fall in love with your personality. They will give you more money every single time. And that's what I believe. So I always stress in our content, hot, but funny. And like anything that I do is really going to be centered around is going to be funny. Like, especially on Instagram, I try to make funny content. You know, people can laugh give some people a chuckle. I try to do funny stories because I think that that really builds a bond and that personal bond is why people will actually give you money. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you guys aren't already following this guy, go check out the the link in the bio and, and go, go follow hood rat sloth. He's, he's entertaining for sure. I just try to do like little skits here and there and uh, try to bring the girls in and, you know, have them do funny TikToks and let's all like step up our game, you know? And, um, create the best content possible. That's what we're here to do. Amen. Funny sells. All right. Let's talk about the money. This is, uh, we're going to get into some of the juicy stuff that people want to hear. So talk to me about some of the numbers that your girls are doing. Sure. And then talk to me about some of the numbers that you've seen girls do, because I've heard some ridiculous shit. Girls on my team, we have girls that, you know, like I said, they can, they do very little. And uh, these girls may be making 
five, six thousand dollars a month. Then there's girls who are grinding with us and we're promoting the shit out of them and they're also grinding. These girls are sometimes making eighteen to twenty five thousand dollars a month. We're increasing them and we're bringing them their percentage down into the like the top creators, like getting into the one percents and whatnot. But I know uh, of other agencies and other girls who have been on OnlyFans for you know long periods of time where they're making fifty to eighty thousand dollars a month that's not uncommon for a girl that has like a huge following like 50,000 followers 40,000 followers they can be making 50 to 80,000 a month um, especially if they have good content sky's the limit because like let's say if I'm a girl with a free account making $50,000 I might also have a paid account that's making $20,000 so I mean then it kind of opens up um, a lot of doors for you if you can get to that level because now you have like a lot of recognition on a platform that you can advertise and shout people out. You can make money just by shouting people out. You can, a lot of times companies contact us, hey, we want your girls to like do um, some promo with these products, like, and we'll give you this, we'll give you this money, whatever. So you now have a platform where you have um, a ton of following where people actually spend money, which is big because Instagram, there's a ton of people on there who are young, they don't have no spending power um, on OnlyFans. The probably has one of the highest percentages of spending power audience, I would say. You know, it's like right away. So, you know, that's powerful. And then um, it will also just, you know, putting your other things in your bio, like your other social medias, you can grow them too because, you know, the people are just going to want to know more about you. How does a girl do those kind of numbers? I guess just cracking it down. I mean, if you have 10,000 subscribers paying you like $10 a month. Mm-hmm. $10,000 right there. And then what you sell a, a premium picture yeah, for like 10 to 20 bucks to another 10 to 20,000 people. Yeah. So for example, with like, um, with my only fans, even me, um, all my videos that I sell on my page are $20 or higher. Now, granted, they're a little bit more risque content than any of like stuff that my girls are posting. And they're normally a lot longer than anything my girls are posting. But it's all about, I guess, kind of how you feel, how you gauge what your stuff is worth. And, you know, if people are willing to pay for it, I never put my videos at $40. Maybe I could have, but I was like, no, I mean, these seem to be selling well, but you can always test. Like, yeah, you can always go back and forth and say, oh, this picture today, I'm going to do $5. This picture, I'm going to do $15. You know what it is, is too, is like, it's also work on the caption. Like, let's say you got these 10,000 followers. I'm going to give you, this is like, ladies, this is um, real premium advice. And I hope you're listening. If I take some nudes outside my house and I say, here's uh, two different captions that I'll give you. One is, oh man, so sexy. Um, took some nude, uh, nudes. I've got some peach emojis, squirt, squirt emojis, you know, $20 to unlock versus, oh my God, I just took some nudes in my backyard. My neighbors ended up seeing me so embarrassing, but really hot unlock $20. You know, the difference in those two captions and you can do an A and B test and see what would like, you know, get more money. It's going to be the interesting caption every freaking time. So we're not talking about just creativity in your photo shoots or the pictures or video that you're taking. You've got to be good with what you're saying. You know, it's your text has to also be it's your text in this instance is almost more important than the fucking media because you're not letting someone see something and saying like your text is the only description of what it is. So 
be good on those captions. Otherwise, you're missing out on so much revenue. Yeah, you got to learn marketing, learn attention. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now I got to ask, uh, your $20 videos that you said are longer and more risque, mm-hmm. and then some that you might be able to charge 40 and 50 for, yeah. I guess you judge that based on like your perceived value of the content that you're putting on there. Yeah. What kind of content is this? Like, So I have like really like two or two or three types of videos on um, my OnlyFans. Uh, one is uh, sex videos, then two is like girls like partying, like hot girls partying. Like Florida has, you know, is such a an abundant state of number one, attractive girls. And number two, uh, it's like, you know, the only state right now that actually is allowed to party because we're not under strict lockdown like all the other states. So there's just this sense of, hey guys, we're going to have a good time. Like quarantine kind of really, I think, brought a lot of people down, depressed a lot of people. And it's now kind of like Florida is on this world stage of, hey, everyone's like looking at us. We're, they're watching our stories because they're living vicariously through us. They um, want to have the feeling of hope like they will be able to do that soon, I think. So it's like a girl's gone wild on, you know, jet fuel. So yeah, there's just like a lot of... Th- partying and uh, dance and club stuff and um, cool stuff like that. You know, some videos I, uh, in those categories, I just put out there for free and some videos, um, you know, are kind of like, I think very compelling and that's when I charge. Yeah. Awesome. Really, my OnlyFans is really not there to like, I I make decent money on my OnlyFans, but it was more of kind of like a, hey, this is a, a cool thing that is like a hobby that I like, I actually like. And then it also helps me understand how to better manage my girls and promote them and do better work for them. Yeah. You can't understand the platform fully unless you're actually on there doing it yourself. Every day. hundred percent. Yeah. Talk to me about the future of OnlyFans. Like where do you see this going? This is such a new idea and I'm sure it's evolved a lot even in the past like year or two. For sure. You think this is going to last forever? You think it's going to evolve? You think OnlyFans is here to stay? Yeah, like, so I kind of have two theories about, you know, OnlyFans' future. Right now, for the people out who are out there, I, I would say it's important to it's important to start your OnlyFans now if you're interested. But I think in a year, year and a half, everyone literally will have an OnlyFans that will be almost as common as Instagram. By then, it will be similar to how Instagram is now where it's hard to grow because there's so much noise. Right now, it's still, I want to say, wild, wild west, and there's still an ability to grow. But I do think in a year and a half, two years, everyone will have an OnlyFans and it'll be, it'll just be so common. And not that it won't be an important platform to have, it'll just be a platform that'll be hard to grow on organically. You know, eventually I hope to make one and, you know, for my own sorts of educational you, content. You've got so much different kind of content that can go on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 People, I mean, they want to pay for your opinions. They want to pay for your advice on certain things. For sure. And, you know, typically people have just given it away for free, but I think people would pay for it. You know, what's interesting is, like, I have people who follow me on Instagram who they don't even follow me on OnlyFans, but they love my Instagram stories so much that they just Venmo me or cash at me and just be like, thanks for, you know, always keeping me entertained when I open your fucking story. I love it. Like, there are people who are like, they message me and they're like, Neil, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I go to the toilet, I sit down and I watch your story. And um, that's like my daily routine. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. So people do respect content. They do pay for their Netflix. They do pay for their Hulu. Like they will, you know, pay for if you stand out and do something that they love and they will pay you. They will reward you. That's awesome. That's crazy. 
All right, now let's get into some fun stuff. Fuck people yeah. waited. They waited through the business talk and the, yeah. and the other stuff. You, you told me some crazy shit right before we started this episode. Yeah. About some of the ridiculous requests that your girls get on OnlyFans and some of the practices that are currently going on. And I just want to open with men are disgusting creatures for some of the, yeah. some of the stuff that you told me. Yeah. And it is just wild. So I, I just want to kind of open it up. Let's, let, let's, let's talk about some of these strange OnlyFans requests. Yeah. Um... You know, I, I guess I've learned so much. Like, I thought I knew a lot about the sexual community or, like, you know, being very experienced in, in sexual experience in general. But then OnlyFans kind of taught me, like, oh, my gosh, there's a lot of things that I just don't know. I will say, ladies, you know, you might think that your guy out there, you might have a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband. You might think he's, oh, he's not, you know, he's not perverted. He probably, he doesn't watch porn, like whatever. You know, that's, com I guarantee you completely untrue. Your guy is as perverted as you will allow him to be in all cases. And no matter what, like if you say that he can do it, he's going to do it. Like, so girls out there, keep your relationship exciting. Like, don't let it um, fizzle out. There's so many different ways. Like you can research some of the interesting, really interesting requests that we get have to do with um, dick ratings. Now, this is a really kind of crazy category. Um, dick ratings encompasses a, a lot of different media, but guys will pay girl or like my OnlyFans girls to essentially look at pictures and video of their penis and then um, comment on it. Like when, whether that's a voice note or a personalized video um, about that. And this video is maybe like 20, 30 seconds, maybe a minute, um, depending on how crazy the girl gets. But there's like crazy categories underneath dick ratings. Like for example, there's SPH. And I talk about this on my podcast, uh, Joy Ride or Die. But SPH is small penis humiliation. And this is actually a big, um, a big request. And I had no idea that I guess there's guys who have, you know, very small penises. We're talking about like less than, you know, two inches, three inches, whatever. And um, they love or get off to or have the kink of hearing somebody bash their, you know, their junk saying, oh, my God, that's so small. I would never have sex with that. Oh, like, you know, sh basically shitting on their life. And they love that. I've like theorized a lot about like why anyone would want to be degraded in that way. I've come up with some ideas like maybe this person is, you know, the head of this company, super powerful and always running the show. No one ever like says anything bad about him. And maybe, you know, when he's behind closed doors, he wants the opposite of what he's normally getting, you know, all the time. So it could be something like that. Um, everyone has their kinks. I'm not going to kink shame. My main theory of why dick ratings are such a big thing, like a big request on OnlyFans, is a lot of girls out there get dick pics, sometimes unsolicited, sometimes solicited. But I would just venture to guess that 95, 96% of all the dick pics that are sent get no response. And what do guys like out there? They like attention. They like interactivity. They like personal. So if I send a dick pic to a thousand girls and I get, you know, one or two responses, that dick indifference is probably a little bit crushing. So uh, maybe I'll go pay a girl to actually like look at it, talk about it, say something instead of like just no text message back, no like email back, whatever it is. I think that's why um, that's an important one. You know, recently I have this uh, girl who just joined the team. She's a dominatrix. She was telling me about 
a guy who she was doing small penis humiliation to and and um the guy was like so okay i want you to tell me how pathetic my dick is in comparison to my dad's and like that just that story just blew my mind number one why do you have any kind of media of your dad's penis like that's questionable and number two I like that's going to a whole new level of just hurtful that I think I, I don't know I just can't see how anyone likes that yeah, we'll never be able to understand because you don't have that kind of screwed up relationships with our fathers yeah well I mean yeah I, I, I don't even who knows the psychology behind it maybe there's like some crazy um, there's stories something. there's something. something wild yeah that's it, nuts yeah so uh, those are the kind of things that um, that pop up that are just oh and like a lot of one that has popped up a lot recently is guys wanting the girls to watch them and comment on them eating their own semen. Like, so they jerk off the semen goes somewhere then they put it in their mouth. Like I, this is all new to me too. So this one, this one is the most recent one because the small penis humiliation. All right. That's been going on for six months to a year that, the semen eating, like that's new to me. Like that's I have I'm never. I'm just imagining that one of the girls sitting there wa- trying to watch this with a straight face. <laughs> what do they say? I mean, eventually they get <laughs> don't de- do it. They get like desensitized to it, but still, like it's like I don't know. Um, it's weird, and you know, and girls out there, I don't want you to think that you have to do these things to make money on OnlyFans. You can do whatever you're comfortable with. I have girls on our team, like three or four girls, that don't even do nudity, and they're still making good money. Um, Tropical Nicole, shout out Tropical Nicole. She's crushing it. She does no nudity. Um, Carrie Sweat, she's also one of my rising stars. She does no nudity. And so it's all about you know the show, the presenting, your content. You can do great things without having to do things that you're uncomfortable with. Yeah, and I think people just want to talk to pretty people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time... Or interesting people. Or interesting people. Yeah. They just want the opportunity to, to talk to them. And yeah. it's really not that expensive for a lot of people just yeah. to, to have access to have a conversation with somebody that you're entertained by yeah, and find even, interesting. Even creators on there, they sell on like their tip menu like, hey, um, $20 for five minutes of texting. Um, and they'll, maybe they'll use a Google voice number. Maybe they'll use their real text number, but, um, just that back and forth that like, that feels good. Like, Hey, I'm texting somebody who I have interest in and they're, they're like responding and, you know, being interactive back. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. All right. And one final topic I wanted to get into just briefly. Sure. And you know, this is a business podcast. I, I don't want to comment on the ethics or morality of girls. Sure selling pictures of themselves online, mm-hmm. but there's no doubt that it's empowering creators to make money for sure. and to you know, kind of be independent, to be entrepreneurs on their own through yeah. this platform. And it makes them learn marketing, um, yeah. internet marketing and self-marketing. And a lot of times, if you can be successful on OnlyFans, that teaches you um, self-worth in a lot of ways because well, there's a lot of um, people who are like willing to pay for your content. And that's, that's a good feeling in a lot of ways. You know, ladies, it can actually be empowering. And, and I want to say my girls are feel empowered. So um, there are people who will shame you for, you know, having an OnlyFans. And, you know, there's people who will shame people for having an Instagram and posting like implied nudity. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, um, it's kind of the name of the game. And, you know, 
I think that have self-respect for you, have respect for the content you're doing, and who cares what these guys are saying about whether you have an OnlyFans or not, and, you know, um, essentially simping and being obsessed with you. Like, you can do you, and you can take care of you, and we will respect your hustle. There's more, much, many more guys that will respect your hustle than not. And um, if you're worried about what a guy will think of you because, like, you know, getting a boyfriend... If he's not going to be supportive with you and how you're making money and um, your career, I mean, is that the right person for you? You know, Those are the things you have to think about. Yeah, there's a sense of security for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, dating someone who's makes their money this way. Yeah. And then, you know, what would you say to the people who say this is prostitution? It's like one hop, skip and a jump from prostitution and it's dangerous. I, I don't agree with that statement. But at the same time, it's all a gray line. I mean, it's a gray there's line between, between Instagram and OnlyFans. I mean... Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a bikini and, and a nipple? Like, yeah, as a medical professional, it's nothing. I mean, it's it's nothing. Yeah, I my my motto with that is obviously hashtag free the nipple. But you know, for me, and you, you know, you're going into the medical field. It's like all over the place. Guys are where able to have their shirts off, and guys have nipples. Like, um, well, I, where is the differentiation? Is be, just because of breastfeeding? Is that why? Like, you know, uh, we care so much about a nipple being shown. I'm not really sure, but what I do know is that, let's say, my sisters decided to create an OnlyFans. Not that I would ever subscribe. I would be still the most supportive brother supportive family member and i hope you you know people out there your family members would also be supportive um because there's there's only so many careers that are out there there's only so many jobs and there's only so many things that you can find that you love like if somebody finds something that they love to do let's not you know degrade them for it like unless they're paying you to grade their small penis like they want actually want that kind of you know treatment but like if if you love being a doctor like i'm not going to go up to you and say hey that sucks like well you know it does suck I, sometimes it does suck sometimes but you're going to be proud of what you do and yeah. you're not going to let that bother you just like if you're out there and you start an only fans and you start doing well don't let whatever there's going to be dicks out there there's yeah. going to be guys who suck you know, there's always haters. There's Some girls making $20,000 a month on OnlyFans. You better believe there's going to be a whole bunch of girls calling her a whore. But And guys. It's, yeah. You know what I think is a lot of times recently I've seen the girls like lifting up the girls. It's guys that have this like very sus kind of attitude that they're the same guys that believe that, you know, strippers are evil and like they're like the devil and um, never go in a strip club. Like these people don't understand like. Orlando, Miami, these strip clubs are like clubs where there's just happens to be naked girls around. Like, it's not like this seedy underbelly that like all these people think these clubs are like nice. 11 in Miami is like one of the nicest clubs probably in the United States. And it's a strip club. Is there a huge emphasis on the strippers? Eh, Not even really, but they're just there hanging out. They're there hanging out essentially. And so once, you know, I think it's about people being comfortable with their own sexuality and just in their own skin. And then once you're that way, you can be more comfortable with other people, people being comfortable in their own skin as well. Yeah, it's a it's a whole new world and totally agree. And, you know, we'll see what the future. Holds. Obviously, there's a lot of moral and ethical questions that it brings up. And that's a question for someone else's podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to dig into the business of it. And it's obviously the big thing to, to take away from this is it is a freaking massive opportunity for a lot of people out there mm-hmm. and a lot of creators out there to capitalize on their content. There's yeah. girls who spend half of their life creating content for Instagram and 
only earning a few bucks on promotions. And this is a way to really oh yeah scale that up at a way that's never been available before. And it's like a, like a very, um, you know, you promote and you can see the results very quickly. I recommend it, ladies, especially the people, you know, you've got a job, you know, use this as a side hustle. You don't have to do your real name. Like you can, another thing, ladies, you can do, you can wear a masquerade mask. You could do no shots with your face. You could get creative, wear a ski mask or a different mask every single time and like create a personality based off that. There's um, couples who are doing it, who are crushing it. And I've seen couples doing it with masks. There's so many ways that you know, if you're just like uncomfortable at this point in time with your identity being out there, you can hide it and still, you know, create your content and be, you know, unique and, and being fulfilled with like, hey, I'm doing something that's I consider artistic or entertaining. I think all entertainment is is artistic in its own right. I just thought of a, a unique idea for someone who's interested in creating an OnlyFans account, but like disguised. Just like a marshmallow model, you start with a mask on. Yeah. No one knows your identity. You build up a massive following. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. a year from then, you're like, all right, hundred bucks to see me without my mask, yep. taking it off. I I love that idea, and I think that is um, somebody is going to do that no matter what. Like, but yeah, no, it's um, it's amazing because you know what the um, the cool thing about those artists that have masks on, like marshmallow um clap tone uh there's like a couple different ones mala the cool thing about these people are at the end of the day you could really have multiple people who go and do shows like let's say in different countries where clap tone will do be doing three shows at once like maybe one in europe one in the u.s and one somewhere else they could do that because they have a mask and they have people multiple people who are trained really well and so you can your brand can be Interesting thought. You know, different places. You think they do that? Oh, I know they do it. I know, I know them personally. Marshmallow is just everywhere. Now, marshmallow. I don't know about marshmallow, but I know Claptone does it for one hundred. That's genius. Yeah, that's genius. All right, guys. Just to wrap this one up, I think some really fun takeaways from this. Um, Well, first of all, if you want to start an OnlyFans account or you have one and just need some help, need some work, where can they find you and connect with you? Sure. Um, You can go to my Instagram, which is uh, Hoodrat Sloth. You can also check out my girls, our team, on Instagram at Hoodrat.fans. That's F-A-N-S, like OnlyFans. Yeah, like check out our podcast, Joy Ride or Die. I have a lot of the girls who come on there. And like I said, we've the, our first episode coming out is going to be a dominatrix. So this girl who just joined the team, um, she's a really funny girl, really interesting girl, who's also a stripper at a local strip club here. And um, has a lot of crazy things to say. And so, yeah, those are, the, I guess, the ways. Yeah, seriously, if you guys want to laugh, definitely check out this guy's Instagram. I'm going to link it all in the show notes here. With that being said, Neil, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And if yeah, you, thanks for having me. If you guys love this episode, if you have an OnlyFans account, if you have friends with OnlyFans accounts, take a screenshot of this, tag both of us, Hoodrat Sloth, Dr. J. Feldman, post it on your Instagram account. Hell and yeah. I think a lot of people are going to find a lot of the tips and some of the stuff said here constructive, productive, and at least open up some good conversation. Yeah, for sure. Because this has been, and this will be, something that is going to keep growing and evolve, and more and more people are jumping on the bandwagon. 
and people need to know what it's all about and mm-hmm. and for people who are doing it like i want you to be successful yeah they're entrepreneurs too they're out there hustling and if you have like you know really good tips because this it's a really creative wild wild west game out there right now like you know send them into the, the podcast you know message uh, jay and just say hey this is what i found um also works and you know we can like post it somewhere like um cool audience tips or customer t- or you know, viewer tips. Like that's cool too. Yeah. Love it. I've got a good friend, Aspen. She's coming to visit this weekend. You'll meet her. Mm-hmm. She does only fans tips like on her TikTok, on her Instagram. Oh, awesome. She's super successful. I love that. I'll introduce you. You'll love her. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys. And shout out Aspen. <laughs> Thank oh, you yeah. all for tuning into this one. This is a little bit of a, a change up, but you know how I like to switch it up and give you all of the different, uh, the good, the bad, uh, the dirty of business. It's a giant fun world out there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want more of it, let me know. Uh, drop a thing in the show notes. Drop me a five-star review and drop a screenshot. Thank you all. Talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for watching this episode of The Mentors Collective. This is Dr. Jay Feldman, and I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for your support and also ask you for a little bit more. If you can take the next 10 seconds and write us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, just let me know your feedback. It means the world to me. Again, thank you for watching. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends, share it with your family. Until next time.